This is the Defenders Podcast on TV Podcast Industries, and we're exploring Marvel 616, Episode 5, Suit Up. Welcome back, fellow Defenders. We are looking at the documentary series Marvel 616, and we are on to episode 5, Suit Up. Yes, welcome back, fellow Defenders. I am one of your hosts, John. I'm your other host, Derek. Welcome back. Yeah, loving this uh, this Marvel series, this yeah. documentary series on, uh, on Disney+. Plus. We are entering the realm of cosplay. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is fascinating. Yeah. Um, for anyone who's been to a Comic-Con, then uh, you... Definitely cannot miss these creative people going around in their cosplay character costumes. It's it's just really good. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, having been to New York Comic Con yeah. um, and seeing all the different outfits there, and some of them just so simple. Like there was a great one with a diamond above their head for uh, Sims being a Sims character. That was really good, yeah. Like yeah, that. but just so simple and um, really creative, down to you know really elaborate mm-hmm. cosplay with um, with mechanical aspects to it, yeah. with electronic aspects to it. I think one of the ones that we saw um, was the Prince TV head from <laughs> Prince Robot from yeah, Saga, yeah. Prince Robot with, from uh, Saga, yeah. and that was again just so f- phenomenally good. Yeah, with a working TV on his head, it was amazing to see. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, this was definitely bringing back a lot of memories for uh, for New York Comic Con. You know, this entire year of 2020, um, no Comic Cons, no events uh, where people could actually go off and show off their cosplay. And seeing the footage from New York Comic Con, it must have been 2019 uh, when they filmed a lot of this, just brought back a lot of memories of how cool that could convention was and how, yeah. how much work people put into this weekend you know for each of the people in this episode you can see how much how important it is for them when they get this big kind of showcase for themselves at these kind of events it was a really really interesting one yeah definitely and yeah. um, but this is our fifth episode of our bite-sized coverage of the marvel 616 anthology documentary series that mm-hmm. is over on Disney Plus right now that you can go and check out. And um, so again, as we've said previously, you know, you can watch this series or pop in and out of those episodes that maybe just spark your interest. Um, and yeah, follow along here uh, to see uh, what our thoughts were in, in our little bite-sized uh, look at the 616 anthology mm-hmm. series. And um, of course, please... Um, in preparation for WandaVision, uh, in January of this year now, yes, uh, 15th of January, uh, you can head on over to subscribe to uh, our podcast at tvpodcastindustries.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, but you can just search any good or evil podcast catcher of your choice and just search TV Podcast Industries. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, on to our fifth episode of Marvel 616, this one called Suit Up, the uh, the cosplay episode. Any uh, quick intro that you want to do for this episode, John? Yeah, I mean, this really is an intimate look at four cosplayers, really, and um, it includes their their wives, their husbands also involved um, on on their journey into cosplay, why they do it, um, and also with a lot of them sort of uh, 
focusing in on attending New York Comic Con and in particular the Marvel costume contest that yeah. they have there at New York Comic Con. But uh, yeah, this is a real personal journey. Um, I think it really does kind of marry nicely with the um, Amazing Artisans uh, and, and that episode. Yeah, yeah. It, it's more focused on four cosplayers, uh, a lady called Jasmine, um, a guy, Josh, Marcy and Amanda. Uh, and, and certainly, um, you know, the characters that they play. I mean, Jasmine seems to be probably the most, um, say professional of the cosplayers. Yeah. She actually is judging at the Marvel costume contest. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's attending as Shuri. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see the support from her husband, Vincent, who's the, you know, helping her out, commenting on her, the costumes that she's making. Um, you have Josh, who is uh, cosplaying in Captain America. Uh-huh. Um, and, and you see um, his involvement of his, of his children and his wife. Mm-hmm. And so his wife, Trish, uh, attends as Peggy Carter, which is really nice to, cool. yeah. to look and see there with, yeah. you know, Cap America and Peggy. I love together. that she's getting the experience of doing it for the first time as well at this, at this convention, because it looks like Josh has been doing this for many years and she's been supportive of it. As she says, you know, they actually allows the garage to be converted into his kind of workroom at home because she knows how much he loves this, but she's never done it herself before. So going along to a convention dressed up as Peggy, I love the interaction where she's having, you know, these people coming up and taking photographs with her and the kids and she's getting all excited by this idea that you're someone completely different you know she's got to go and you know we haven't moved five feet since we got here because everybody's coming up and t- wants to take a photograph with them and which is the benefit or the, the pleasure of being a good cosplayer exactly you know? and I, actually that you know that experience of it um, you know the, the one real sense I think that I get from the four um, cosplayers here in mm-hmm. in this documentary is that you know, in, and there's many reasons why people cosplay, but I think from these four, it's a sense that it's a a personal journey, an inner journey, where in the main, a lot of them talk about confidence and being shy yeah, and yeah. that in, in dressing up, in being creative and talented to do the sewing, design the costumes, you know, it's their way into the the comic world you yeah. know it's based off the comics they like or the characters that they like mm. and in some ways that reflects um them it, and in other ways uh, they then embody and emulate this character yeah. through that connection and through their cosplay you know in a nutshell the character speaks to them and in turn they put something of themselves into the character yeah, yeah. so marcy um another one of them she she does um she has three really interesting costumes uh dr strange loki mm-hmm. and magneto um and she, she would say she is um she she doesn't identify uh, as male or female and so the the costumes that she has have this very neutral kind of look to them but they're very very cool. Um, I thought uh, yeah. the Magneto one was really awesome. Yeah, um, and I, love, we- I love the attention to detail that you see in cosplayers specifically, and, and you know, it's 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 all the good cosplayers have it. But you see, you see with Marcy that they're going around the garment district of New York, very close by to where they where they live. And they're basically saying, if you know, if I didn't live in a city like New York, I wouldn't have access to all of these amazing materials. And because I do, it gives, makes me a little more choosy, really. I love yeah. that for Marcy, where they're kind of going, I, I'm looking for the exact right um, 
cape that I that I need for my Doctor Strange cosplay, and it has that the two sided exactly like you would have back in the sixties in the original Steve Ditko version of, of yeah, Doctor Strange. Uh, that was really cool. It, it is really good, and for Moon Knight fans, this episode opens up with one of the the, the fourth and final cosplayer, Amanda, mm. uh, with her Moon Knight costume, oh, and really again. Cool. Uh, this is, I think Amanda's is the one where, you know, that connection. I think, you know, Josh's connection to Captain America is because he exudes confidence, but comes from a shy place. And he talks about being shy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with Amanda, she talks about how she was diagnosed later on with autism and the fact that you have this comic character, um, in, in Moon Knight that has the um, dissociative identity disorder, mm-hmm. that, that was what connected to her. She involves her herself in that way. So she puts that, you know, she connects in that way. Yeah. And uh, I love the fact that Amanda also involves her her dogs uh, <laughs> yeah, in, in, in the cosplay as well, yeah. um, which was really quite cute. Cosplay dogs are always awesome. Yeah. What I really like about Amanda's story is that she says herself that she never really had more than one friend. One best friend is all she's ever really had from when she was a kid, but because she's doing cosplay, it's allowing her to get out there and allowing her to develop a community of other people that are around her and help her out. You know, she says she's not very approachable in normal life. She doesn't look very approachable is how she describes herself, that people look at her and think, oh, she's not going to be very nice. But when she's in cosplay, everybody has that kind of shared experience and she's able to kind of find that community uh, among them, which I think is a, a really positive uh, part of cosplay. Yeah, I, I think for sure it's it's a really interesting journey of them all, you know, coming mm-hmm. together. And like in some ways, I've kind of come up with the the, the five C's of cosplay, really, okay. which is creativity, because you you know you see them working on their costumes. Yeah. There is the community, like with Amanda, like with. Um, with Jasmine and all, all four of them involved with other cosplayers, yeah. that inclusivity, um, that shared experience and inclusion. Um, there's the collaboration as well. Like mm-hmm. you see Josh as two of his mates that come in, they're doing 3D printing of yeah. Captain America's wings. One of them is designing, one of them is doing the sewing mm-hmm. in, in the garage that, you know, has been the trade off with his, his wife Trish yeah. to, you know, help him sort of realize the dreams of his hobby in cosplay josh seems like he has his own business (laughs) yeah it seems like a real uh, a real um industry that he's created around his cosplay and it it looks great you know i love uh one of his his earlier cosplays you see him as standard current captain america kind of movie mcu captain america probably but the one that he's going to new york comic-con with uh his wife trish is peggy carter this is the uh the 1940s 1950s version of captain america it's a much older look that he has uh in that it's a very different look than he's usually had so you see the feathers kind of making a part of the yeah. captain america costume yeah. it's it's again it seems like the steve ditko version of of these characters, the much earlier Definitely. version. Um, I think the other, then the other two C's are, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's the competitiveness. You know, the, there mm-hmm. is this contest. It's all in absolutely good fun. Yeah. Um, but there's a nice competitive element here and they're all kind of supporting one another yeah. uh, in uh, the work that they do through the community. And I think ultimately it leads to the last one, which is it gives people confidence yeah. dressing up. You know, you hear this from actors saying, you put on the makeup and all that, and you felt mm-hmm. like you were, I don't know, Gimli in Lord of the Rings yeah. or, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is one of the 
the things about cosplay um, is that it allows you to um, explore those parts of your own personality that maybe aren't as as um, as big when um, you're out of cosplay. Absolutely. And so in turn, it gives them the confidence. I think you yeah. get that sense through these four cosplayers. Absolutely. And um, I think, you know... In, which in, is really good. Uh, yeah, in, in real life experience of going to New York Comic Con, you know, approaching some of the cosplayers and asking, can we take photographs of them? I love... The different, the different change in the pose that you get from a cosplayer once you ask, can I take a photograph yeah. with you? They have a moment to kind of steady themselves and get into this, the posture that they want to share. You know, it's, it's like, it's just so interesting seeing them become the character. And it, it absolutely, you know, if you, if you've never had been lucky enough to get the chance to go to one of the big conventions, it is one of the extra special parts about a big convention like yeah. New York Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con particularly. But even in the UK and Ireland, we have got uh, really good cosplayers here that that uh, embody the characters at the conventions but it's something extra it's not put on by the people who run the convention they usually do some kind of um contest at some point over the weekend but throughout the weekend that you're there you'll you'll encounter these people dressed in these amazing costumes spent months getting together and they really enjoy sharing that with people yeah you know? and, and so. you get the different flavors you know in, in the uk you do have doctor who of a course. lot more yeah you, you have Although we did see all 13 doctors uh as the last new york comic you certainly do yeah. Yeah. you also get that idea of steampunk or mm-hmm. the the victorian victorian punk industrial punk or whatever i i can't remember what it's called but um it's a bit you know it's that stylistic kind of victorian look but with a modern aesthetic or you know it's lots of gears and cogs and all this kind of steampunk that's steampunk it is steampunk yeah Yeah. i got it right first time (laughs) exactly but i think there's a line in the documentary here which which really stood out to me which is cosplay is not necessarily just dressing up exactly as the character in the comic while some people do that there's other people that will try picking out a character that maybe nobody has heard of before or appeared on one page of a comic book or in a cartoon or in a movie and they'll cosplay them or they'll put their own twist and own spin on it you know um like marcy doing her version of loki you know it's a char- that that version of loki not seen very often in the comic books i think it was only seen for a very short run uh when loki was uh, was female loki and marcy totally embodies that version of loki I think yeah it's and you, cool. you see her walking through new york to get to comic-con in um, the Magneto Very outfits. Cool you see her on uh, the the Metro yeah. as Loki. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really good. You know, Amanda uh, plays Cable, um, mm-hmm. which is the son of Cyclops. Um, and you know, you have Josh and the his... massive gun. Exactly. And cool. yeah. um, I, I think on the the Marvel costume contest, you see a, a lady. Uh, coming as a couture Wolverine, it, which was, was very, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, really nicely done. I love the, the Wakanda one, the army, uh, from Wakanda, yeah. um, that won the contest. I thought that was a, a great set of, of costumes all matched together. It looked really cool. And yes, can I just give a huge, uh, compliment to Jasmine's Shuri? was amazing yeah. absolutely amazing um you can tell how much detail she puts into it i love the discussion between herself and her husband vincent where she kind of says i want everything perfect even when he tells me it's perfect i don't think it is kind of thing you know and you see her putting on the makeup for sure yeah thinks it's slightly out you know that kind of thing so you can see again how much stress and pressure they put on themselves to be in it uh, one other shout out i want to give for this episode is lorraine sink um, who's yeah. uh, one of the people that works for Marvel. We, you know, she leads up all of their coverage um, for all of the conventions and events. And you can tell how much she loves this part of 
working for Marvel or working with the fans. She really does yeah. love this idea that people are willing to put themselves out there in the way that they do and, and dress up the way that they do to just show their love for, for Marvel. Now, obviously, this is a Marvel-centric cosplay uh, episode. It is on uh, Disney Plus and is Marvel 616, but every single type of fandom is represented when you go, exactly. to, when you go to a big convention. Uh, you can see anything that you could imagine. It's absolutely great. But, but I loved how Lorraine Sink was explaining um, the kind of background to it. She was a really, uh, really good um, narrator almost in, in a sense. She it continually came back to her throughout the documentary. Exactly. Really she, 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 you know, they, they mentioned that for her, you know, co- what cosplay is all about for her is in quotes, I belong, mm-hmm. that there is that sense of should experience, inclusivity, yeah. um, and togetherness, um, to, you know, and an acceptance and inclusion, whether that's from an artistic point of view around the cosplay or whether how they meet people with, um, you know, same backgrounds yeah. and, and they, they connect along there. I mean, for me, you know, I have a love seeing the cosplay in Comic Con. So this was really good. And yeah. I think there's a real appreciation of the craft of cosplay here, which was, um, really good to see. So I mean, for me, definitely recommend this. I think if you, if you enjoy cosplay at Comic Cons, you mm-hmm. enjoy seeing that, um, or you do it yourself, this is one to really just sort of have a delve into, um, and, and follow, uh, this fairly personal, intimate, um, for cosplayers, yeah. um, on, on their journey to New York Comic Con. Yeah, it was really, really good and great. And, you know, again, after a year where we couldn't get out to conventions, it seemed like a different world watching, <laughs> watching this with what's, what's again, I remember when we were at New York Comic Con, they announced the attendance for the weekend. So it starts on Thursday and ends on Sunday. And the attendance is something like 350,000 people over the course of those three and a half days. So, each of the main days, 100,000 people are in this venue yeah, at you, the same time. And you can feel it some of the days. You, you really sense can. how packed it is. Yeah. You really do. Yeah, yeah. But, but cool to see it on screen since we can't actually get out to those conventions. One last thing, I guess, to ask, John. What's, what was your favorite of the cosplays that you saw in there? Is there one that stood out to you that went, I'd love to see that in the real world? Or or one that, that stood out to you as, the, as your favorite? I really liked Magneto by Marcy. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I think Jasmine was phenomenal. Uh, she had Rose as well as well as Shuri Um, and you can really tell she's at the top of her game Um, but I I loved I loved all of them to be honest Mm -hmm. because I think they all brought something different you know Josh has involved his wife with Peggy Carter and they they, you know both from that uh, sort of World War Two era. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Amanda with electronics as Cable, um, doing the metal arm, mm-hmm. and had this amazing kind of eyelash that was electronic that, that was lit cool. up. It was really very cool. <laughs> yeah. I think Marcy's was um, kind of the cl- she did the clean look, and I thought for Magneto that really sort of worked for Definitely. that character in, in terms of how he's drawn. Yeah, um, I think and- I think with Marcy's you could absolutely see that they could walk down the street dressed like this because it looks tailored. It looks like a great. Uh, work that she's done exactly. on the actual yeah. costumes themselves, whereas some of the other the other ones do look like costumes, and there's nothing wrong with that uh, at all. But um, for me, I'd, I I do think that uh, Jasmine Shuri was fabulous. You yeah. can see it came directly from 
the cover of uh, of the the Black Panther issue where Shuri takes over as Black Panther. So it looked absolutely pristine, really, really good. Uh, but overall, yeah, absolutely loved uh, all the work that these at uh, these wonderful cosplayers did, and really enjoyed seeing uh, seeing New York Comic Con again. Um, to be honest, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, thanks so much, fellow defenders, for joining us for our little niblet of <laughs> um, episode five, suit up um, of Marvel six one six. We will be back for episode six, entitled "Unboxed." Mm. Yeah, where we're looking at toys. Yes, thanks so much for joining us for this discussion about uh, Marvel six one six episode five. I really enjoyed these uh, these discussions about the documentaries as we lead up to WandaVision on January 15th. Yeah, definitely. Cannot wait for WandaVision. Didn't see any WandaVision cosplay, but, you mm. know, I guess that may change. I'm sure there was some there at, uh, at the event that they were covering. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much, fellow defenders. It's great having a chit-chat with you. Mm-hmm. And of course, remember, keep watching, keep listening, and keep defending. Bye. Bye.